Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the real life of Nisha D. And I am your host, Nisha D. Welcome. Tonight we have a very special guest. My sister, my friend, my confidant. Bridget, how are you? Good evening. How are you doing? I'm good. I am great. Just um, working, praying, maintaining, manifesting, creating, and vibing off a different atmosphere, I would say. Kind of sounds good. Cool. <laughs> so how are you? I am doing well this evening. I'm good. You know, I I, I started the series with Carlicia, um, Love Drought. And basically, I wanted to get different people perspectives on love drought because love drought can mean so many things and sometimes i think a lot of people get confused that it it could be basically sexual and and sex is like only three percent of a love drought you can be in a spiritual love drought a financial love drought or just trying right. to find yourself love drought i mean i've been in all of them before and i just wanted to give people something to think about um, here, different perspectives on how we get through this love drought. And um, you've been on my show before. So uh, tell us a little about yourself again for those who are tuning in for the very first time. Okay. So um, my name is Bridget. Um, I'm single. Um, I'm a single mother of two, uh, two school-age uh, young men. One's 11, the other one is 18. Um, I'm, I'm from the Houston area and I am a legal professional. Um, let's see, what else can I say? I have a, I'd say a good number of very close friends. Um, my family is, mm, I wouldn't say real large, but it's definitely not small. Um, I'm an only child of two parents, from two parents, an only child. And I don't know what else I can tell you. I have, I have a pretty outgoing personality. That is true. You're you're very outspoken. You left that out and you tell it like it is. <laughs> she said, no, I've been, no, I've been told brutally. <laughs> brutally. <laughs> She's an Aquarius. She's an Aquarius. So we all know how us Aquarius are. You know, if you're an Aquarius, especially a Aquarius woman, then you get it. So I wanted to, let's jump right in this. I wanted to talk about this love drought that um, it seemed like we're both in this love drought. Um, quite a few of my good close girlfriends and male friends are in a love drought. And I wanted to know, what's your love drought like? What have you been doing in this love drought? Because you stated that you are single. And um, and I, I want to say that um, being single is better than being lied to and manipulated to. Uh, yes. And, and, being, and, and being single is, is very much, it's, it's much better than being unhappy in a relationship. Exactly. You know, we, we you know we've had this discussion. You know, the mess. <laughs> My love life is a mess. Because the the person that 
I've always loved is so he's a an asshole. Um and he's <laughs> listening. And and I, I, I call him an asshole. We're not talking at all right now because you know, like I said, I call him out on his shit. But that's neither here or there because you know, it is what it is in that situation. But let's get into it, my beautiful sister. Um, you know, I, I wanted to ask you these questions. Uh, what is a love drought to you? Well, I mean, it could be all the things that you describe. I mean, very much spiritual. Um, I really don't feel like necessarily I'm, I've been in a spiritual, well, I guess maybe to a certain extent, but I think that part of it is a little bit more handled. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that it's all perfect, but I think that that part is a little bit more, I'm, I'm really comfortable with that part of my life. I guess um, the remainder of my love drop would be, some of it may be more romantic, but as far as love goes, I mean, I may not have any romantic love in my life, but I have plenty of other love and a lot of it. Um, and it's good. So, I mean, overall, um, some of it probably could be financial because I've had a lot of struggles <laughs> um, since I've been divorced and maybe even a little bit before I was divorced. I've had a lot of struggles and, you know, you know, you just, you pray and you leave it in God's hands. So would you say in this season of your love drought is more financial than anything or more romanticized than anything? Because I think that with Aquarius, as Aquarius one, women, we we fantasize about being romanticized. Yes. Um, we desire, yes. we desire a deeper connection with someone, and it's nothing sexual. It's more of a spiritual um, interpretation of life. Because right. if, if you're, we don't like ignorant men that can't stimulate um, our minds, and uh, right. And, not, you know, and, and, you know, not only not only men or, you know, as far as having a mate, I even have to be stimulated, you know, with friendships, too. Exactly. I, 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 have to, I have to feel a connection with that part, too. So it's like pretty much everybody. I have to have some kind of connection with them for them to even really be a part of my life. It is so important um, yes. to surround yourself with with people that are on your level yes. um, that that can mentally stimulate you. I don't have any dumb friends, right? Um, I don't have any dumb friends. I have crazy friends, but they're not dumb. Right. <laughs> I, have, I have crazy friends because I, I'm a little touched, but we're not dumb. We're highly intelligent women and men who are basically tired of the same BS and um, with me, my love drought was just dealing with, you know, I was in that car wreck, two of them at one time, and then, right. you know, losing a friend. And that really did something to me emotionally. And then, of course, financially, because I spent, like, a lot of money. But, of course, my, uh, I'm going to get it all back. But it was the point that when you when you save and you're you're investing in things for your future for your kids future 
then the enemy comes in and it's like, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And da, 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 da. And I realized right. that, that God allows things to happen for a reason in order to, to give you strength and wisdom in this drought season. So I found clarity in, in, in my hurting process of, of hurting for a spiritual connection uh, right. emotional connection and i just wanted you know to be connected to this person again how i'm you know i know everything god showed me but you know sometimes when a person is chasing a ghost <laughs> you gotta let them be right. or when or, or when you're you know you're good enough for a person but when a person does not view you the same you don't sit there and you keep saying the same thing you just go about your business because you know God has something, you know, great in store for you. So, you know, those droughts are are very, um, they, they can be very helpful because you come out. People don't realize that when God allows you to be in certain situations, in certain valleys, you get a chance to rethink and reanalyze everything. Like you analyze you, and, and it's it's really and it's really important, you know, with the droughts. It's really important because what it does, it provides you with a lot of clarity. And I, that's something that I have to have. I have to have clarity. And so, you know, if, you know, and I just try to look at things. I always try to look at the silver lining of things. You know, when things happen and they go wrong, I try to look at it from all angles and seek the clarity from it that I need. Mm, that's and right. Seek the, seek the clarity and definitely learn the lesson. Exactly. Because, you know, <laughs> when I was when I was sitting in and I'm, I'm in a new season and, you know, and I'm I'm happier, I, I'm stronger and, and I'm wiser. Right. My 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 uh, my insight with God and my passion has strengthened to a, a capacity that I never experienced in the previous drought. And and I, I thank God for that because I got to thinking like, I always say whatever God has for me, it will never miss me, right? So I always say that, but you know, it's one thing saying that, but then it takes on a different life. And putting it in practice is another thing because I know one thing, I, I do fully believe that he will, he, he definitely is, is my stronghold, mm. but I constantly pray for endurance and I pray that he allows me to settle my mind and, you know, rely more on my faith. I, it's hard, but I it, pray for it. It is hard, but I've been getting sleep lately. I've been sleeping like I've never slept before. When I tell you, when I lay down at night, right. whatever that's bothering me, I give it to God. And, and that's why I thank God for me being in this drought, in that love drought that I was in, because I got a chance to really find who I was as a woman. I always knew, but sometimes you got to go deeper than what you think you know. And, yes. it, and, and, you know, it's like it's one thing to be in that valley, but it takes on a whole different light when God gives you that fountain of praise. When God starts pointing out, this is who you truly are. You do not need that. Why would you settle for something that is not of you? You cannot right. do this. You have too much to bring to the table. You are a light. You are a beacon of hope. You are a truth teller. You are a truth seeker. So anybody that 
sees you, they have to recognize your light and be in that light with you and not beyond the light that you can't reach. So, yeah, it's 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 a, a it was a spiritual, emotional drought, sexual too, but you know that, that you know that comes along when it comes along. It is what it is, but you know, it happens when it happens. What do you what do you do? My question number 2 is what do you do? in a love drop like what was bridget doing in this love drop that you're in what what do you do well um i try to like i said i i try to see the clarity in everything um i pray i, I definitely pray um and any things any fleshy flesh fleshy things that i desire I try to put that aside until, you know, until it's the right time. You know, I try to ignore some of those things um, and focus on the things that are most important. And the most important things to me are my kids and um, my family and definitely my friends. And no particular order other than my kids always come first. Exactly. You know, I, I find, you know, I find so much strength when my kids see me they see wonder woman right so it in my drought i took time out to understand who i was and and just love on myself more because if i am the gatekeeper for my family and if the gates around me fall then that makes me invaluable to them so and i got a daughter so i want my daughter to see my strength but i also want my daughter to also know that you know that it comes a time in your life where you have to be humbled by circumstances and understand that this too shall pass so prayer and i've been manifesting my book and i've been talking of my book and i've been um giving little snippets of my book and what it is about because you know in this love drought i've been working on my memory well, I guess when you, I guess when you're speaking about God and how God is um, working on you, and you and and speaking of how God heals you in in the brokenness of your um, of your drought, the devil's trying to stay busy. But you know what God has for you, or or the Word of God, it would never be manipulated. So here we are. We're still continuing, um, continuing this. Um, these thoughts and questions for tonight you know um as i was saying you know i have a daughter and i want my daughter to be you know independent of thinking like others you know and just be herself and she really is like she truly is so and and because of that in that drought i i'm, I'm strengthening her in ways that when she goes out into this world she'll have those tools that my grandmother passed down to me and my Madea passed down to me and my mother and my aunt right. passed down to me that I can give to her and nourish her in it in this time of tribulation, you know, this time of drought. But it's it's important to to take time when you in this drought, not to look at it, whoa me, why me? I mean sometimes we'd be like, okay God, you know, like why I'm in this drought? Like what's going on, God? But you know, right. when a drought, God is like I just need some time for you. I need you to see what you are capable of. And, you know, you become capable of, 
of writing more and thinking more and being clear more. So yes, this yes, I'm 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 all for this um, this route. Question right. number three. Yes, ma'am. On this journey and love drought, what have you learned in this drought about yourself? Like, what have you learned that you otherwise haven't learned before? Because, you know, every day I always tell people, if you sit still long enough, the universe will teach you. But you got to sit still long enough to be taught. If not, there will be lessons that you will repeat. It so, makes me, I'm going to be honest, it makes me want to... It, it causes me to rely more on myself, believe more in myself, um, and also to always tell myself, you know, you deserve the best, and you know, don't allow someone to treat you less. Uh -huh. uh, and also, too, with the drought, I just feel like, you know, and I, I pray about it or whatever. I, as you've said, I feel you or what's for me will be there for me mm -hmm. and know, it won't and be it, wrapped in confusion because honey yes. these negroes and y'all and i'm not a negro can be anybody y'all know we're on this show we're honest we i call everybody negroes because we all right. black. We just have different hair structures and everything but some of these negroes is crazy and confused and they just right. they pray for one thing and then god gives it to them and they don't want it because it's not wrapped in a package that they're used to. I think a lot of men are so used to dealing with women that are weaker in a sense that don't, don't know themselves. So when they meet a strong woman that is about her shit and she got herself together, she's spiritually, emotionally, financially, she's there and she's willing to be a partner and build with you. They don't want that. They want somebody nope. that that has to beg for something and in my circle there are no ovals we all are go get us we go get it and right that don't mean and 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 i don't knock nobody for laying on their back because you don't know what circumstances that a woman has to do to lay on her back to feed her kids or nothing i would never knock a woman for that but a lot of men like weaker women who who can't truly stand on their own because they haven't found themselves yet right and 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 it's 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 hurtful because it's like they want to waste your time. If I feel that if you know that you are not for this woman, and you know that meaning you are spiritually unequally yoked, mentally unequally yoked, um, financially unequally yoked. To hell, sometimes they can be financially yoked. But still be unequally yoked because in their mind they have something that they don't, they don't create it to think that this is what a woman should be and they have no idea what a woman should be because they overlook they misunderstood or misunderstand her as a person and women do the same too you know it's a lot of women that have these good men that go to work and come home and love only them respect only them and they just treat them like shit. Right. <laughs> so it's like good people, whether man or woman, we we suffer because we go with people that we know that are not ordained by God. Right. When you know that this relationship, even with your friendship, you know when you're always giving into a friendship, 
and you're not receiving nothing out of it, that's not a friend. It's not, right. ordained. It's not right. ordained by it's God. Right. Yeah, right. It, it's not ordained by God. And, you know, and it's, it's important that always speak. You got to be around people that are on your level because when you're weak, you want your friends to pray for you. You know, when I was going through my stuff and you, you was going through your stuff too, you were encouraging me. You know, it's going to be all right. Just trust God. God has it. Because, you know, I was right. having headaches. I was just stressing out because I'm like, God, how can you, how can somebody come into my life from the past and then treat me like I was nothing? Like, I, like I'm the one that wronged them or mistreated them. And I've right. always been that same woman. Ain't much when I was a young girl in school. I've always had this person back. I always loved this person. Like I looked out for this person because this is who I, I I knew that God had for me, even in those younger years. But, you know, sometimes you got to let people be and let them grow and be who they are on their own, child. So in that drought, yes. God pulled me away from that. God was like, no, you know, you just got to mm -mm. come on now. Come on back in. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the old me would be pulling up and like, who are you playing with? You can't, don't play with me. But, you know, and I'm like, that's the only person that makes me go from zero to 100. So you learn to let that person be and let them go. You know, I think right. um, I, I I really hit the nail on the hammer when I said, um, if you feel that you found somebody that's better than me, Please go ahead and be with them. You don't issue no confusion about it at all. I said, because when, when I say I love you, I genuinely love you. And because I love mm -hmm. you, I want the best for you, whether it's me or with somebody else. But you chose who you chose, so be with them. Right. And I want you to be with them, and I want you to be happy. Because what I'm going to do, I'm going to still pray for you. Right. That prayer, Absolutely. you got to always pray for people. Pray for them for what they know and what they do not know. And pray that if, if they're not the person for you, you pray mm -hmm. that it's revealed to you so that you both can go your separate ways. And that's right. And you go your separate ways and you be like, okay, because like I said, I can sleep at night. I sleep good at night now mm -hmm. because I, I know I did nothing wrong in that season. I was trying my best to be there. But, you know, when someone is pushing you away or don't have time for you or, or refuse to see you on their level, then you just got to bag away, you know. And it was hurtful. Don't get me wrong, because, you know, no matter how strong of a woman a woman is, she still has feelings, right? So, you know, you just, you know, we That's still hurt. have, yeah, it, it hurts because it's like, I could have never done that to you. And he much like I, I speak on on a gift, a, a very expensive gift that I purchased. And because this person wanted this gift, I got it. And this person never came and got the gift. I finally wow. threw the card in the trash. I gave my brother the gift back in June. <laughs> I was like, my brother was like, what? I'm like, yeah, my brother was like all happy and stuff. Now, I wish I could get my $3.99 back from that card because I don't like wasting money. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I told you, I said, sis, look, if I could get my $3.99 back from this card, I would have. But, you know, I had rolled something very spiritual in it 
and um mm-hmm. and I was like, well, and the car just sat on my dresser, um, and the gift on my dresser for a whole month, and the person never came, never got it. That really hurt me because it's like you asked me for something, and you you of all people know me. And you know me for years. You know, anytime you have ever asked me for something, and if I had it or if I could do it, I would do it for you. And you didn't right. even come get this gift, nigga. Is you crazy? But that was his guilty. That was his guilty. Yeah, of not coming, and and that's fine because my money didn't go to waste. My brother is embracing this gift. <laughs> I don't blame him. And the gift bag, you know, and I wish I could have scratched this person's name out on the card and put my brother's name, but you know, I'm not a tacky person. You know, us Aquarius, we don't do tacky. We're not tacky people, honey. So I, I just threw, I finally threw the card away last week. I was like, fuck it, throw the card away. It is what it is. It is no need for us to he much constantly um, go through what we go through regarding um, trying to make somebody love us that don't, you know, and and that's what I learned in this love job. You cannot make anyone see you if they don't want to see you. <laughs> no, well, but that's just it. I think they see you. I, 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 it, I think people do. I think that in this um, particular, um, what we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think, I think the men do see. I, I think they see you. I think it. I don't think it's that they don't see it. Is I think it's just like you said. That's not they're not prepared for it. You know, that's not what they want. You know, what you know. Sometimes people run away from what they need. Mm. You know, say hit go, that again. They go. They go to what they want or what they desire, but they mm. will ignore need. Mm. And it's you know, and it's. It's almost like a human. It's it's a human nature that we all can suffer from from time to time. In a relationship, they they need much of anything, but what they need, they can easily for. Um, really got the enemies. Uh, <laughs> I, I know they're, they're, the enemies are just falling by the waist. But as you were saying about when they see you, but they just don't what? I I mean, I think they see you. I think they see the whole you. They see the full essence of you. But people people rather they gravitate to what they want versus what they really need. Mm. 
So do you think a wise man builds his house, but a foolish man tears it down? Because with the want, um, a what with a need, the wise man is building his house, but with a want, the foolish man is tearing it down. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because even look at, I even look at it like this. A lot of times when you come across men and they aren't, you know, like they may start out really strong, but then it kind of, you know, the interest kind of, I think that most of the situation where it's another person somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even with that, you still acting foolish because if you have something somewhere else, well, then you need to be putting your full attention into whatever, whatever else you have going on or what you had in the past that you still long for. You should put focus all your attention into that. I don't think you should go out looking for somebody new. You know, you you put your attention where you where you should put your attention at. And and in essence, with that, that's that's foolish because you're not, you, you know, you're not built. When you're constantly bringing new people in, you're you're not building like you're supposed. You know, obviously, you're not building. Do you think, in that essence, that you know, I always give you this scenario. You know, you and I, we're both shoppers. We love to shop. And don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong. I mean, I don't shop at Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. I have before, you know, like for Christmas toys for my kids and like little socks and drawers or whatever. But when a person is used to shopping at Walmart, and that's all they know, when they step into Saks, you know, I love them, Saks, Fifth Avenue, or Birdolph Goodman, or Nordstrom's, shit or even Neiman's it's a different quality right Right. they're so used to shopping at Walmart when they go into a higher a higher league they don't know how to act because they thinking they gonna take those same prices at Walmart they think that those same prices at Walmart are gonna be right there at those um, high-end stores, and that's not. And that's how I view myself. I'm a very high-end woman, meaning I'm spiritually, emotionally, mentally mm-hmm. um, capable of loving you wholeheartedly and, and right. you know, being your, your helpmate. Because if you give me a house, I'm going to turn it into a home. Right. If if you say you love me, then I'm going to be everything you've ever needed in a woman. But absolutely, they don't they don't appreciate that because I was raised. My values are from the old school. I I was raised with my my grandmother and my grandfather and like and like you was raised with your your father and how your father was a man. You know, my pops was a man and my pops always said that no matter what, if you're in a relationship with a man, you should never ask, ask for anything because a man will always be a provider. My grandma would cook lunch every day for my grandfather, my grandfather, and he'll come home every day for lunch. She would iron his clothes and everything. Uh-huh. And that's how I am like, I will iron the clothes. I don't have a problem ironing your clothes 
folding your clothes, cooking for you, having your water in, fucking you the way you need to be fucked. If that's what it is too, you know, because sometimes, you know, I can be, you know, I can be freaky as hell when I want to be. No, no, but you, you know, that's, that just falls under the line of, if you take care of me, then I'm going to take care of you. I mean, we're going to take care of each other. Let me, I mean, it may be better to say it like that, that we're, we'll take care of each other. So that's what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, but they don't want that. You know, they don't want someone that's going to go and say, hey, you know, I'm your helpmate. I am here for you. They don't want that. This person and I, we had a great deal of discussion. But, and you know, it's funny. It's because this person, no, I know him so well. Out of every woman he has ever been with, I'm the one that knows him. Because I know when he's lying. I know when he's telling the truth. <laughs> I can feel when he lying to me. I can feel when he's sad. I can feel when he overthinking. Like, right now, he probably cussed saying, you know, her ass get on my nerve because she thinks she knows me. You know I know your ass. But that's fine, though. You know, and, and, and it is what it is. You know, you full of shit, and you know, right. you're an asshole. And I and I tell you that in your face, you're an asshole. But you right. know, it is what it is. What it is with that, you know. What have you found in and you know in this drought? Because you know you was in a certain situation, and you've seen everything for what it was. So in that situation, and we and we don't need to go into detail because you and I already know and your good girlfriends already know. But in that certain situation, what did you find inspiration in in that drought? What did you find? Well, I mean, it like I said, every 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 drought, it teaches you something. It it teaches you, you know. It taught me that no matter how truthful and good a person seems, you have to always pay very close attention. Mm-hmm. And even while, even you know, more recently or whatever, not only pay pay close attention, but whenever you see half of a of a red flag, <laughs> you always not even the whole red flag. Just you just half. address it. You have to you have to be very straightforward and address it. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes addressing it straightforward may not just mean we're gonna have one conversation about it. Sometimes you may have to have several conversations. Yeah, that that's. I think that being honest so much better than being a liar. And then also oh. too. I, and then also too, along with all of that too, with the red flags, you have to pray about that stuff too. You have to pray to God to reveal to you whatever you need to know. Exactly. And you have to trust it, and He does. And He and He and I've always been a believer. Even when I was much much younger, I always felt like it will be revealed to you if it's something that you've overlooked or whatever. I think that you know it will. It may take you a little bit more time, but it will be revealed to you. Yeah. I always, my grandmother always said that. She said, Peach, pray and ask God to show yes. you their truth. And God yes. always does. And that's when, and you know, and I always tell people when you are spiritually and what people fail to realize when, when you know for a fact that you have a spiritual connection with someone, you see them. 
It does not matter if they're your ex, they're your sister, your friend. If you have a spiritual connection with them, you see they truth. And I can look at anyone and see they truth if I'm connected to them. Even if I'm not, I can still see their truth. And and that's how it was. I just seen his truth. And I, I, I knew that he was lying. But that was okay right. because that's a bed that he has to lie in. Because a lot of times Absolutely. people miss, you know... Uh, you miss out on something great because you're too busy lying to yourself and chasing these illusions of life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you just let people, I, I, I learned to let people do what they do at first. Like I said before, um, I used to lose sleep over, over it. And, it. and it was like being in a car wreck, then losing my friend Will, and then mm-hmm. him coming back. I mean, you know, it was like one weekend I'm in a car wreck. Next week, Will tells me, Say, oh, crazy girl, I love you. I'm like, I love you too. He said, no, no, I love you. I did not know that would be the last time that I would talk to him. I'm sorry. That I, I would talk to That I would talk to him, you know, and, and that was my friend. And, and I, I can't say this enough. It was nothing sexual there. It was nothing. This man would just call me in the middle of the night and just talk shit to me. Because anybody know me, know I got a smart ass mouth and I say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I call it what it is. You know, I say shit. And, you know, y'all be like, where the hell you pull that from? Because that's what I <laughs> But, you know, and then, you know, after losing him and then, you know, somebody from your past that you've known forever comes back in. And then just to, like I always say, it hurt me more because this person here know, know me. And it's like, how could you hurt someone that you know? I feel bad if I hurt somebody that I don't even know, you know? Right. And, you know, I'm like, how could somebody do, how could you, like... In midair, change up on me, not call me, not check on me. I mean, you'll or you'll send a little a little message here and there, but you know, it's like you wouldn't even much check on me. You won't even much like, are you okay? I I know this was tough for you, but how how are you doing? But I thank God that I was built for tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because what I went through in that drought in that season, it would have broke the average person. You know, I just thank God for my girls, my girls and, and and my friends that were there, my guy friends that was there for me, you know, talking with me and, you know, telling me everything is going to be all right. You know, and, and it was, you know, I had to go through it. You know, I knew right. it was going to be fine. But, you know, it's like when you in that season of going through it, you really don't want to go through it. But, you know, you got to go through it because you it's don't not have for a choice. You. Yeah. Right. It's not for you. You know, that drought, that drought was not for me. It was for someone else. So when I speak on this drought, it can help others. Like I had everything thrown at me, but I'm still standing. And you had stuff thrown at you and you're still standing. So, yeah, we're still standing in it. And, you know, we're able to to appreciate it more than anything. I mean, I appreciate the fact that I found my inspiration in back into my poetry. Now, I, it just spills over on me. You know, we had someone earlier to leave some poetry. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> and I 
actually it was i thought it was pretty good it I was mean, it was know, very it was pretty deep. good yeah it was deep it was very but sometimes, but sometimes you have to be a little leery of those poets <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i tell i i be telling my audience like they don't know like i get a whole co- my cousin erica will tell me she say you will talk to a tree and you always attracting crazy people. <laughs> Cause you know I got one friend that like to get their nails and stuff. Child, that's a whole hot mess there. <laughs> I'm not gonna even speak on that one. Cause that that right there is a mess within himself, honey. I'm just waiting for these work mm-hmm. coats to come out. Yeah, <laughs> I think if that man could grow his hair back, he would be a prince 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> a hot ass mess. Oh my goodness! Yes. Uh, y'all, y'all would have to understand who we're talking about. Like the level of intelligence. Woo! I don't even must think it, you can't even incorporate that. Can you? Mm-mm. Yeah, you no. can. You can incorporate that, y'all. You you can. But you know, it's I've always been that type of person that. My light attracts everything and everyone, and mm-hmm. everyone always tells me all oh, their business. And some of the stuff I just don't be willing to hear, but I listen because I know that I'm I'm a lot of people outlet. But mm-hmm. some of the stuff, <laughs> and sometimes, and sometimes you know you have to, you know, sometimes it's, it's kind of like a form of giving back. Mm. You know, sometimes you you have to. You know, you have, you know, you just, that may be part of your gift and you just have to be willing to give back. And that's all I can do is just give back and say, oh, okay. I guess yeah. we, we, we prancing around right now because we haven't called me, but you know, we probably in the mirror singing, <laughs> if I was your girlfriend. <laughs> now you stop. <laughs> Leave him alone. He has good intentions. Yes, he 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 does. Um, but that's that's my friend. That's my that's that's my boot thing, y'all. That is my boot thing, honey. We gonna be twirling down, baby. We gonna be twirling up in sacks together. I told told Bridget. I said he need to buy us a marriage bag. Bridget said, "No, just give me the money." I want I want the money. I don't want the bag. Just give me the money. I can buy me a, I can buy me a little three hundred dollar uh crossbody somewhere. No, I'll take the money. Uh, yes, honey. Uh, okay, <laughs> my final question for tonight: What was that moment you learned you needed this love drop? You you needed to be in this love drop. What was that moment? That defining moment for you? Okay, so. It probably, let me think exactly when. It's been some months ago. Mm. Um, Probably, it's been longer than some months ago. It's probably been, shit. Um, I would say probably about October, November of last year. Mm. It's like when I really kind of was like, whew. No, we're gonna do. We're gonna go into the new year. I don't know how it's gonna occur, but going into the new year, I'm gonna do something different. 
for so, me. And I think I'm still, you know, it started out different and it took a couple of turns, but it's still, the drought is still here and we're okay with it. We're going to, but we're going to what? Hello? Bridget? Okay, my apologies. Um, I, uh, maybe even before October, but last, I would say probably by the end of the summer last year, I realized that I was going to have to, you know, realize about the drought and I needed to I know I, I needed to go through some things, and I think I'm still going through them, but it's okay. Everything's going to work out. It always does. I think for right. me, because, um, you know, I, like, last year I lost my grandmother, my aunt. Um, my aunt died two days before my grandmother's funeral. I lost my good friend, Danielle. Um, I was in a car wreck last August when this driver totaled my car, my my SUV. Um, I lost my SUV. I'm sorry. I lost my uh, my sister in law last December. Then my cousin, and then the the man that loved me all. They just blew it in. And my epiphany came when I was staring at the wall at three something in the morning, wondering mm -hmm. if someone was going to call me or not, wondering if they made it safely because this person has a habit of liking to drink a lot on the weekends. And I really don't like that because this person mm -hmm. has so much to lose. But, you know, um, and you 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 worry about them because you care for them. You don't want them right. to uh, blow their career with all this drinking that they do on the weekends. Um, so you know, my epiphany came when God was like, "You cannot worry about someone that isn't worried about you." Right. You put right. them in God's hand, and you worry about yourself. So right. I um. I put I put certain things and I put I put everything that I was going through um, with losing the people that I loved because you can lose someone and they can still be alive and you can still lose them you know and I know that's a powerful metaphor but you can lose them because you cannot lose yourself so you rather lose them than lose yourself right and I self self preservation that's right I was losing myself and I didn't want to lose myself anymore so in that in this drought season i um i found inspiration of letting go of everything that weighed me down it was some shit that you have to let go of and i let mm -hmm. go of a lot of shit and i'm able to sleep i'm able to sleep at night now mm -hmm. um don't get me wrong I, i'll wake up sometime if i go to bed early but 
I'm able to sleep at night now. Um, my tears, I don't cry anymore regarding a certain situation that had me crying and, and had me hurting. Like, how could someone do me like this? Um, I don't cry anymore. I smile because I know that whatever God has for me, it won't miss me. And what God has for me will appreciate me. So that's what I learned in, right. that, um, in that drought. I thank you so much, my beautiful sister, for coming on. I and, of course, I will have you back on um, coming up this fall on my um, on my fourth season of the show. We're going to talk about everything, um, vacations and just clothes and fashion, fall fashion, because, you know, we're shopaholics and we love fashion. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be... <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> we'll, we'll be talking about everything. I might have my friend on, child. Oh, yeah. It's a portion of the segment. Mm hmm. You maybe have them on for half or half a portion of it. Well, you know, that elevator does not go all the way up to the top floor, but you know, we'll try. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but as always you know you all I know you all are like who is they talking about you have to be here to understand it and and if y'all really understood y'all be like yeah mm -hmm. it is yeah it's it's a whole mess y'all a hot mess dot org or, or dot fashion maven if you want to call it that but yes indeed well, thank you so much for being on. I pray that God keeps you in this new season. Um, I pray that your blessings, everywhere you walk, everywhere you stand, everywhere you sit, where you lay, you are blessed. Your kids are blessed. Your friends are blessed. Your family is blessed. Everyone all around you. you is blessed. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thanks to you. All right. Have a great night. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.